JiggyJagLive.com. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. <laughs> I love it. I always love that bumper when we play it because there, there's all sorts of people that freak out. Oh my god, it's internet radio! It's not real radio! Remember, we're on 50 plus stations across the U.S. and Canada. <laughs> We've got a great guest. We're going to get to them here in just a few moments. But uh, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Uh, get a hold of our friends at hiphopmusichub.com. That is the best place. We've got a brand new stream up and running 24 7, 365 at hiphopmusichub.com. The best in hip, the best in hop. And uh, streaming uh, shows 24-7. Um, I'm going to be doing possibly a new show for them over there where we'll interview local artists from the Wichita, Kansas area. It is hiphopmusichub.com. We are going to go to the telephones. We've got uh, our uh, fantastic, fantastic guest with us today, Dr. Kara Yeager with us today. And uh, Dr., uh, Welcome back to the program. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. It's good to hear from you again. Now, um, we've got a, uh, a really cool topic today. Um, you've, been, you've been doing all sorts of different things fairly recently. Um, wh- what are some of the six basic secrets for satisfying relationships? Well, the first one is really critical. It's fundamental. It's being less egocentric. And when you talk to people these days, what you're going to hear is me, 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 I, 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 I want what's good for me and what feels good for me. These are good things. They're positive things. We have to know who we are and develop ourselves, absolutely. And we have to be fully conscious of our own personalities, our needs, and our desires. But what's problematic is that people allow themselves and their own needs to take precedence over their relationships. It seems that um, marriages are failing, the numbers are climbing, and I looked up the divorce rate, incidentally, among Christians, because I thought, of all people, you would think my fellow Christians, like me, would have a lower divorce rate, but that's simply not true. And I think many of us, me included, suffer from the same problem. We're too interested in ourselves and what we want. And instead of simply just looking at what's best for the other person, what do they need, what are the frailties of their own psyche and personality, things that maybe they don't have full control over, what can I do to help? What can I do to to maybe minister a little bit more to that person's needs instead of being so self-seeking and self-gratifying. I also looked at, among Christians, which denomination had the lowest divorce rate. happened to be Catholics. And I'm not a Catholic, but I have to respect very much the fact that the religion itself teaches sacrifice, self-sacrifice. And that's something that started to get lost in the 60s generation, and it became the me generation historically. So what we've done is we tilted the scale away, just totally out of balance and away from what's healthy and positive for relationships to last over a lifetime, even friendships. So that's number one, being less egocentric. The second one is 
you are something aside from being a sister, mother, father, brother, parent. You're, you're something more than your role. Look at Albert Einstein. Look at some, some individuals who've had amazing impact across the board in the world. And he may have not had the most positive impact. He had some great things. However, it wasn't all positive. We know that because of the A-bomb. But what these people do is they know that they have a purpose outside of their roles. So you don't pour everything into a single role. I've uh, counseled women many times over the years who are moms, but they don't develop themselves further, and they're at a total loss when the kids are grown up. What am I going to do now? What am I about? And there's a real crisis in the marriage, in friendships, and in their personalities. So you have to take time to develop who you are, especially your young audience listeners. Take the time to develop your purpose. What do you need to express in life? What do you need to create? What do you need to accomplish? And what do you need to do? And it could be something very simple. You may not impact a tremendous amount of people. It could be a small amount of people, but even if you impact one person positively, the spinoff is tremendous throughout the ages. It goes on and on and on, and it never dies. The third thing is self-discipline. I don't hear people using that very often anymore. They only use that term when they talk about fitness, health and fitness and nutrition. But self-discipline is so much more, and it takes time and effort every day. It's a struggle, but you literally have to kick your butt off the couch, kick yourself outside to do things you need to do to become much better in terms of being a better person, self-sacrificing, looking out for other people, but also in terms of getting yourself moving to accomplish what you need to accomplish. The next one is watch out for denial. It's an overused word. I like to use self-deception, as you know, James, um, because people lie to themselves. I was with someone the other day who found a note from her um, spouse. And it was very clear that the spouse is having an affair. There's no other way to look at this thing. But the person still was in denial. They just didn't want to have to make any decisions. And they didn't want to have to experience the pain. So what happens is once you lie to yourself, you build on those lies and you operate from those lies. You can't have healthy breathing relationships when you lie to yourself because then you're lying to other people too. The next one is social support. You have to have people that you're very close to that you can trust. Now be mindful that you can't trust people in every single aspect of life, and they may not be with you throughout your lifetime. Many relationships, and I'm excluding marriage from this, are seasonal. That is because many people are not capable of having the staying power and the perseverance throughout the lifetime. So, you, but you do need that social support with people you can trust at the time being and develop your camaraderie, your entertainment together, and have some depth together. And the last thing is you have to realize that it's not just you. You're connected to a much bigger universe here, to life itself, and life is living and breathing every day. Connect to it every day. What's it all about, and how are you going to relate to it? 
So those are the basic uh, secrets of happiness. They're not all of them, but it's a good start. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to take a uh, quick time out here and come back and keep chatting with uh, Do- Dr. Yeager. We've got more coming up here on our big program. Welcome back to our big program, coast to coast and border to border on the Starcom Radio Network, 20 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Our good friends on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and selected editions of our program will appear on iHeartRadio. We've got the great doctor with us today. Kara Eger joins us here on our program. Um, we, we, were, we were talking about relationships in our last segment. I want to continue that discussion with you, doctor. How can people really learn to be happy? and well-adjusted? Good question. Most of the people that I've talked with or counseled over the years simply don't know how to go about doing it. They want it. They just don't know how. And a lot of them are too lazy, frankly. They don't want to do the work. And it's work you have to do every single day. In my books, The White Chocolate Rain, White Chocolate Garden, White Chocolate Tree, The White Chocolate Trilogy, um, that's what I, I... outline these women who are in difficult relationships difficult marriages one is a former actress turned prostitute another is a woman who was married to a man who was neglectful very into himself his sports his business his friends and the other was in a uh, physically abusive marriage but they all got together and they learned together how to become happy and well-adjusted And the first step that they learned is how to dig into themselves and how to love each other. People know how to love. They just don't get in there and do it because it's hard. Loving someone is very hard over the long run. You can love a friend and be out to dinner with them, and all of a sudden they annoy you, and you just kind of don't feel as good about them anymore as you did before you went to dinner. And the relationship starts to deteriorate deteriorate over time. But what you do is you learn to stay the course. You learn to persevere. You learn to be responsible to the other person. It's really about getting outside of yourself. And if we have enough time, I want to talk about the concept of mindfulness. It's a, it's a big buzzword in psychology these days. It has yes. been for the last several years. Well, it's let's... about being mindful. Well, let's let, let's get into that, my friend. Uh, give, give, give us your thoughts on that. Mindfulness is another word for consciousness, but there's a little more to it. You're not only aware of who you are, what your weaknesses are, and what your strengths are, and that's hard to do anyway. Just that little piece right there. It takes talking to other people that can give you some good, honest feedback about yourself. And it's looking at your behaviors with other people each day, kind of putting yourself under a microscope and being honest with yourself about what you're seeing. After you do that, you have to look at how can I, how can I change? What are the things I can do that are not working that I can and will change? And you know, just about everything in a person's personality is up for grabs for change. You can change. Now, there are some biological issues. We're not going to go into those because those are outliers on bell-shaped curves. Those are people who maybe have some, some mental illnesses going on, 
And if I'm going to be mindful, because I don't have those, thankfully, I wasn't born with them, didn't develop them. If I'm going to be mindful, I'm going to treat those people with more delicacy, with more care. I'm going to be more flexible in how I treat people who maybe don't have the benefits to the personality and to my upbringing that I have. So I'll be more mindful. Not only will I be conscious, but I'm going to be careful of my behavior, and I'm going to tailor those and be flexible. That's what the people in my books learn to do. They learn to be fully mindful. This uh, this this situation with being mindful, um, is is that an effort that you have to put in, or how does how does this take place? It it takes a lot of effort. Life is a struggle, and you know many of your listeners are younger, and that's fantastic because they have the opportunity to make changes early. They have their whole lives ahead of them, and you know what? They can change it. It's it's. You can do it, but it is a struggle. Life is a struggle anyway. If you don't do it, it's going to be more of a struggle in the long run. So it's better to go ahead and start. No matter what age you are, start now. It's never too late. So what you have to realize is life is a challenge. If you're having a great time every day and you're just sailing along, everything's fine, guess what? You're not fully engaged. Life is fun. It's fabulous. It's awesome. But there's so much more to it when you're really engaged with people, animals, the whole creation. When you're being responsible and you're truly digging in to love people and love creation and love what you do, then it's a challenge. People are difficult. There's no question about it, and they're becoming more and more difficult as time goes on. We've got a great guest with us today. Dr. Yeager joins us here on our broadcast. She is fantastic, and we love having her on our program uh, every once in a while. Now, um, where do most relationships go wrong, doctor? It, it seems what, it seems like they they they, they go wrong. Um, what what's what what's the key ingredient to most relationships going wrong? The key ingredient is so obvious that it escapes people. They're only looking at things from their own point of view. It's again, it's about being egocentric, and it's about the self self centeredness. You have to be able to look at how the other person sees. A given situation you have to be able to say okay I know all this about this other person for example have a friend I know that she was abused as a young child and I know that she grew up being very very fearful just in general and she's somewhat fearful of people and relationships she can't tolerate conflict so whenever there's just even a small amount of conflict I have to rise to the occasion and think okay how is this affecting her and the way she views the situation? And if you do that, you're going to be able to continue to relate to the other person. You're going to be able to be flexible and hopefully communicate with them. Now, some people can't communicate. So you're in a whole lot of trouble when you're with someone who doesn't have the ability to communicate. You're going to have to really gear things to a different level and you're going to have to maybe help them along a little bit as much as they're capable of. So you have to look at each person as an individual, what you know about them, the information that you have, 
put yourself in their shoes, turn the whole thing around, spin it around so that you can see it from their view, and then help them understand your point of view as much as they're willing to learn and are capable of learning. From that point, you attack the problem. How do we solve this problem? So that's where it goes wrong. And that's simplifying it. It's so much more complex than this. But I'm just trying to give some basics. We've got the great doctor with us today joining us live here on the program talking about an incredible, incredible book that she's got out there. Um, you've published a trilogy. How can these books help people to learn the essential components of relationships? Well, the fun thing about it is um, they're, they're on Amazon and uh, barnesandnoble.com. But the fun thing about it is what, you can sit and read these books, and they're fiction. But you look at what the characters are doing, and it has questions at the back that you can ask yourself to help you learn the steps that the characters are learning in the book. It's a fun book to read. You're going to learn the psychology principles as well as you're going to be entertained by the characters, the romance in the book, the relationships, the difficulties they encounter in the world, the contemporary world that they're in, and uh, how they go about solving their problems together. Now, uh, this this trilogy, and if, if somebody wants to get a hold of you or correspond with you, how exactly would they go about doing that? Is there a website we can direct people to? How can we get in touch with you? The best thing to contact me directly is at drkaraheger at comcast.net. That's D-R-K-A-R-A-E-G-G-E-R at comcast.net. And I'll certainly email them back. I work with a lot of people, um, just talking with them, chatting with them, trying to help people out a little bit because from what I'm seeing, um, they definitely need someone they can trust and be genuine with. Dr. Kara Egger with us today. Thank you, doctor. Thanks for being on our program today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Definitely. You too. We're going to take a time out. Frank Bernuccio on the way. (laughs) 